All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey, live every weekday at noon Eastern. Happy Friday, hockey fans, and welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live. He is our hockey insider, Frank Zaravalli. I'm Tyler Uremchuk, and as always, Daily Faceoff Live is streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. The show is also brought to you by Botano, a big, big sports weekend with NBA basketball, NFL football, and of course, more NHL hockey. You can find all the odds up at Botano.ca. The game starts now with Botano. Frank, how'd you sleep last night? Uh, better than anyone in Edmonton, I can tell you that. Bingo. Oilers fans waking up this morning and going, ooh, last night, it wasn't a nightmare. It was real life. So let's dig into it, Frank, and start with our first topic of the day. Yeah, the bottom of the screen, over for the Oilers. Um, it certainly feels that way after a 3-2 Come on. loss to the San Jose Sharks last night. Frank, 13 as games. Some, as someone who's got a pretty good beat on the fan base, I don't think that's an overreaction in their eyes. It, well, it is an overreaction, I'll tell you that. Um, look, between today, Friday, and Monday when this road trip began, it's two games. Two games do not make or break an 82-game season. Now, I'm not trying to inflate anyone's tires here. I'm just stating reality and a fact. The Oilers are lost, and there's no question about that. There's no real way to explain what we saw on Thursday night. And that's you know an Oiler team that needed a win, knew they needed a win, was in a really tough spot, and, you know, they... They came out fine again. Second game in a row, fine. And then you had a stretch for, it felt like an hour and a half where they were in a coma. 
followed by a furious, you know, attempt to win. And all of a sudden they run into a brick wall. And that's a tough place to be. But here's the thing. I don't know what's happening today. I think everyone is expecting some kind of coaching change. I don't know that that's the case, but it becomes a math problem. And that's really what the Oilers are up against now is time. And the way I see it, it's it's actually a much larger runway than a lot of people might envision it or this headline would seem to indicate on the screen. Basically, what the Oilers need is 36 points in their next 29 games. Can this team get to level ground 41 points in 41 games by the halfway mark? If that's the case, to think that they can't rattle off another 55 over the last half of the season seems eminently doable to me. Um, so is it bad? Yeah. Being in a tie with the San Jose Sharks who are flirting with history as potentially one of the worst teams in league history, yeah, it's a pretty ugly place to be. And I could see why you wake up today feeling like this was worse than maybe any moment in the decade of darkness. However, 36 points in 29 games. Can you get there? I think they can. 18 and 11 is is the stretch you're looking for then. Is that insane? No, it's not insane. I mean, Frank, we talked about this on Wednesday on Oilers Nation every day, but like they went, what, 14-0-1 down the stretch last season with more or less this same team. Yeah, and so what we're asking is it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be heading in the right direction. And what they feel is the path to get there, I think that's maybe the toughest part to figure out. Is it a seismic trade? Is it uh, it a coaching change? Like There didn't seem to be many answers. And for a team that has all of this talent and help on the power play and so many other facets to get there, there, there's something missing, and I, I don't think anyone knows what that is. Do you just, you know, shake up the magic eight ball and see what you get? I don't know. Another thing that's been just staggering in terms of this start, and listen, I know it's a point per game for McDavid. It's 15 points in 12 games for Leon Dreisaitl. doesn't feel that way watching those two right now. They're missing that sort of magic touch that they've had for most of the last three seasons in Edmonton. So if the Oilers could get them going, that would obviously help out quite a bit. Doesn't um, doesn't what McDavid said this week healthy enough? Doesn't that mean something to you or everyone watching? Like, look, if you're in a really bad spot, you got to pull yourself out of the lineup. I get what he's trying to do, but um, the fact that he's not healthy, I think you can see it with your own eyes. Yeah, and, and that's fair as well. Quickly, I know we went long here, but I'll hit you with a multiple choice question. By the time we talk again, on Monday, well, actually, we're off Monday, so I'll say Tuesday, Frank, when you and I are back doing shows. A, coaching change. B, goalie trade. C, all of the above. D, none of the above. What do you say? I would probably lead right now towards A, coaching change, but that's just because it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I think that's fair as well. Um, Speaking of easy, sorry. No, I just said it's the path of least resistance. You can't change out the group. Everyone knows that you're looking for an upgrade in goal, potentially on defense, in your bottom six, whatever that might look like. That makes the prices extremely high. And then you're also burning whatever powder you might have for later in the year if you want to use it then. Yeah. 
That's fair. Um, speaking of easy, Frank, Connor Bedard was really kind of making it look easy last night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hello, the super rookie pops home four points against the Bolts. He is now up to 11 points in 12 games on the season. He is the first rookie this year to have a four-point game, and there were only two that did it last season as well. He rockets to the top of the rookie scoring race, and it felt like a, not felt like, Frank, it was a statement from number 98 for the Hawks. Uh, he looks like day by day he's getting more and more comfortable, and not even to say at any point he looked uncomfortable. His first game was awesome, but it just feels like he's figuring out the NHL at a very fast rate. I was in Pittsburgh for his first game, and the first thing I said was, give him a few weeks. He's got to figure out how different this game is with the patterns, the way people enter the zone, how to dissect and cut through it, his teammates, the pace of play. Everything's just a little bit different. And to think that you're going to step in on night one and start hitting people you know, over the head with a two-by-four, he's going to have to work his way through it. And not to say there won't be other fits and starts or places where he, you know, hits a roadblock, but this is a really promising sign. And, you know, I predicted a hundred points, you know, obviously there's a lot of work to do to get to that point, but you know, you can start to see it all kind of come together. Even Thursday night, he had those four points in the first 22 minutes of the game. Yeah. Like we could have been easily in a situation where he's talking about a six, seven point night when it's all said and done, especially if things get out of hand on the scoreboard and that didn't happen, but it just goes to show as he closes in on being at a point per game that there's so much room to grow. And I saw a fascinating stat out there on social media that it took him 12 games in the WHL, I think, to get to a four point night when he first started his career and we saw what he did after the fact, different league, different story, probably not going to have the same kind of production, but still interesting to think about, you know, a young guy that's finding his way that you can really see it. Yeah, you, you definitely can. I like that point you made as well. This wasn't an empty netter at the end of the game and like a garbage time goal at some point. This was coming out of the gates storming. The other thing we can flash up the line chart from daily face off here, Frank, his most common line mates this year at five on five when it comes to forwards, that is Ryan Donato and Nick Felino spent a decent amount of time with Philip Kershev, decent amount of time with Taylor Hall as well. So kind of those four are who he's been bouncing around between Taylor Hall's health, obviously having an impact on that. Yep. Man, if they can go out and find him just one elite guy to strap next to him for the next decade, I, I think you're talking, you know, I mean, we were just talking McDavid and Drysaddle, how dominant they are together. I mean, that should be the goal here for Chicago, right? Is going and finding him an elite, elite line mate. What about Macklin Celebrini? I mean, look, you take a peek at the standings already and they're kind of toward the bottom. They're going to have some competition quite clearly with San Jose and others, but it's a lottery for a reason and be kind of wild if they won two years in a row, no one's banking on that. But the other exciting part about Bedard is you get, you begin to get other players that hit free agency or become available. They start to indicate, Hey, I want to go to Chicago. I want to play with Connor Bedard. It changes the whole dynamic. They're going to have to start saying no to people. Yeah, that is uh that is also fair. Uh, let's move along. Frank, the, the bottom of the screen here says less is more well the more is the dubs that the canucks have been putting up they are 10 2 and 1 on the season five wins in a row for elias Pettersson and company and as you see on your screen it's a smiling quinn hughes in vancouver this team can really do no wrong um 
you look at everything and I love the tweet from Mike Kelly last night, which outlined their shooting percentages through these games. Like you can't give them an inch because this Canucks team will absolutely take a mile. They scored on 31.3% of their shots last night. Second time this year, they've had a game where they popped home 30% of their shots. Listen, I am a believer in the math. I think at some point that shooting percentage is going to dip down. But Frank, I mean, wins are wins, whether they come in October, November, or April, or May, or whatever. Like, this team has put themselves in such a fantastic spot. Yeah, it's unreal. Um, I mean, you mentioned shooting and shooting percentage. Like, watching, you know, um, the Sens took a penalty that they didn't love and, like, literally two seconds into the power play off a face-off in the back of their net. Like, that's how quickly things are happening for the Canucks. Is it always going to be that easy? No. And everyone is sort of waiting and counting on that regression. We're going to see one in shooting percentage. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think we're going to see a regression in the play from Pedersen, from Hughes, from Demko. Like we're talking about guys playing at insanely high levels that are elite enough to sustain them. So um, it's an incredibly exciting time to be a Canucks fan. This is the dream start this is the you know coming together of this core that you thought possible and the support that they've got around them now with that defense core we've talked about that a lot how different that's been and contributed to their success I mean it's enormous what we're seeing from Vancouver on that end and there's just a breath of fresh air there's a there's a totally different feel around this Canucks team and we've talked a lot on this show about math and you begin to be able to have some fun with math when you're 10 and two, 10, two and one, you know, they're looking at with each additional two points, all they need to do the rest of the stretch of the way is to play 500 hockey becomes pretty fun. The pressure is totally off. Yeah, that that's a hundred percent what it is. And that was a team who they were one of the ones we identified out of the gates as they need to come out hot. Like they were facing pressure early in the year because they couldn't sink themselves through 10 games they've done the opposite of that and now another fun thing for Canucks fans is I think you can start to maybe dream about okay how do Patrick Alvin and Jim Rutherford add to this group they have their first round pick in the upcoming draft and while they don't have cap space I think you can look at that roster and go yeah I mean you just tag Anthony Beauvillier a pending UFA onto whatever deal you make and you can probably go out and maybe get whoever you want to add to this group yeah you don't have to worry about moving out a Garland or someone else um, in order to make that happen, someone with term and pay to do it, you know, find someone where you can get a taker for Beauvillier. They're eager to improve themselves. They're eager to get a right shot D. That's what they're looking for um, to further strengthen that group. And I mean, I think they're in a spot where they can begin to tinker, not in a big way, but really begin to think about this all continuing to come together. Think about the seismic move they made with Philip Peronic and how that's paid dividends in such a big way. They need to pay him, but they got to figure out the rest of their group and they're in a great spot. Last year, it was so puzzling because I, I love the argument you always had where they have the pillars, right? The Vesna caliber goalie, the Norris caliber defenseman, the Hart Trophy caliber centerman. Now they're finally all coming together in Vancouver. Uh, let's It's Friday, Frank. So let's talk a little Crown Royal. Let's give out our show's generous guy for the week. Generosity lives in the small things. Crown Royal, crown everything. Frank, I tasked you with it this week. Who is our show's generous guy? It's Mark andre Fleury. And you see this video here, Madison Square Garden, warm-ups. And he goes up to Louis Domingue, 
Uh, and what a great message to send. Johnny Lazarus asked him after the game, uh, Louis Domingue, what did Flower say to you? And he said, it's actually something that everybody should listen to. He said, it's pretty rare that two French guys get to play against each other nowadays in the NHL. So let's give them a good show. I mean, that is generous. That's good sportsmanship. And it's a pretty good indication, a small thing, of why Marc-Andre Fleury is such an immensely popular teammate and player in this league. There's a reason why his jersey is usually one of the great sellers in the league. It's because of actions like that where, you know, it's easy to see someone that gets it. And as he's closing in on being number two all time on the NHL's wins list, he's got 547. Um, look, it's... Uh, it's a really great spot for Marc-Andre Fleury to be in. He's four away from Patrick Waugh now. And look, um, they've needed Marc-Andre Fleury in Minnesota with Philip Gustafson's play. They're counting on him and relying on him to deliver the goods this year. And he's stepped up and is doing that on and off the ice. Yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury, he's very high on the list of NHLers I'd love to sit down with with a nice glass of cold crown royal, Frank. Um, I mean, the stories would probably just be unbelievable. How about Louis Domingue as well? Going up against Fleury in that game, ho-hum, stopping 25 of 26 in the Rangers. No Fox, no Shesterkin, no problem. They've kept rolling along as well. That's a team kind of similar to the Canucks. It was like, ooh, how are they going to come out of the gates this year after that disappointing finish last year? They're looking good. It's a great story for Louis Domingue, as you mentioned. Yep. It's the, his first game in the NHL in two years since he was in that exact building with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Called upon as the uh, as the backup there uh, in double OT as he just finished eating some spicy pork and broccoli yeah. during the intermission. So uh, nice to hear the garden chanting his name when they have their two top goalies go down in relief. Uh, pretty special night at the garden. Yeah, Domingue, they, they, you mentioned it, the infamous spicy port game from a couple of years ago. Uh, there you go, our crown royal generous guy of the week, Marc-Andre Fleury. There's no one way to be generous. There's endless ways and a crown for everyone. Crown royal, crown everything. It doesn't take a million dollar donation or name on a hospital wing. This, this is where generosity lives. Well, let's move along to our big segment today. It's Fantasy Hockey Talk with our boy Nick Alberga, and it's delivered by DoorDash, where for a limited time, our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. Make DoorDash your holiday hack this holiday season. Nick Alberga, he's generous because he slides in to give us fantasy hockey advice on Fridays. And Nick, I want to start with a trade from earlier in the week that was relatively minor. Saw Kalen Addison go to the San Jose Sharks. But for Addison, this means opportunity for fantasy owners. Does it make him relevant? Tyler, I mean, don't say that the Sharks fans, they're 1-0 since acquiring Kale Addison. A big win last night. I forgot who they play. Uh, oh, it was Edmonton. They beat Edmonton Stop. last night. I like the pickup. Uh, I think it, it boosts the value of Kale Addison when it comes to fantasy. I, I know he was running that power play, the first power play for Minnesota. But in San Jose, he can go full Eric Carlson, which means don't play any defense and go for offense. Like, it, it doesn't matter. They're not going to win this year. They're not going to win many games. So I think it's a guy I would definitely take a flyer on in fantasy hockey right now. 13 games, he has five assists. And there's some guys who can score on that roster, obviously, Declare and and hurdle when Logan Couture, excuse me, comes back as well. So I think it's a it's a cheeky little play if you need a defenseman on your fantasy roster right now. 
All right, let's really talk cheeky and something else that's been near the cheeks but hasn't been great, and that's the goaltending in nice. uh, Edmonton and Toronto. And look, our, when you're thinking about their goalie situations and you see Jack Campbell let in four in his AHL uh, season debut on Thursday night, including a goal that I'm not entirely sure how it went in the net, is there a uh, buy-low option on any of the five guys that are in the mix between Edmonton and Toronto from a fantasy perspective? Yeah, I guess Rodrigue's not an option just yet. That would be four on Edmonton, right? Maybe Martin Jones will throw him into the party, too. Um, to answer your question, Frank, um, I like Joseph Wall quite a bit. Uh, I tend to believe the Leafs will keeper be better league? defensive. Pardon me? Is he a keeper league option? Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, uh, again, you would think the Leafs are going to try to figure out something defensively, maybe tinker with that system, maybe add. Like, I like Joseph Wall quite a bit over Ilya Samsonov. I do think also to a degree I would add Samsonov. Like, I think if you can buy a low on the guy, I think he has better games ahead of him. He's a professional. I think he's going to figure it out. As for Edmonton, like, I'm really trying to get behind this team, guys, as much of the hockey community is. I just can't find a, a morsel of positivity right now when it comes to their crease. And that's nothing against Stuart Skinner. I mean, he he has been the better, I think, of the two, clearly, to start this season. But I'm probably fading in general that Edmonton crease um, moving forward. And the Toronto one, like, if I get good value, then I'll pick one of these two guys up. If not, then I'll be fine to move on, too. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Nick, I'm I'm pulling up one of my fantasy leagues right now. I am trailing 84 to 82, so I need some big pickups for the weekend. Give me some must ads. Um, I, I like guys like, you know, on the periphery that are not really utilized a lot. Like a Matthew Nyes comes to mind. I know it's a four game week for the Leafs. They got a back to back here Friday, Saturday on home ice. I just really, really like the fit on the top line with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. He's on the second power play unit as well. They don't play very often, but I think Matthew Nyes is a cheeky pickup. Kelly Yarncroke's been on fire as well for the Maple Leafs. So I would look at him. Eric Gustafson, Gustafson, excuse me, has been a great story. And of course, is that tie in with the Maple Leafs where they move on from him. Signs with the Rangers. Now, Adam Fox is banged up and all this guy has done is gone on a three game point streak. One goal, four assists, five points 
and uh, you know, PP one QB duties, right? And that means extreme exposure to the big boys on the Rangers. So if you need a defenseman this weekend, for sure there. And uh, Matias Michelli is a guy who really flies under the radar. And I tweet about him quite a bit because I love him. He's under 10% owned. This guy's nine-game point streak just ended last night against St. Louis. But in that time, he was ripping it up a point per game. Um, and I think he's a guy who flies under the radar, maybe because of the bigger names with Arizona. But I have to think Michelli is one of the more underrated players right now in the NHL. I like his value a lot in fantasy hockey. Hey, Nick, remember that time you mentioned Matthew Nyes as a Calder candidate? He's great. You He's great. Opportunity. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was too easy. Low-hanging fruit. Um, Patrick Kane, we're all waiting on news from him uh, sometime, I believe, in the next two weeks. I know you share that opinion as well. Um, yeah. As he's looking at his potential options, likely staying in the East, I know where I, I'd like to see him from a longer-term perspective. That storyline of him going home to Buffalo is so tantalizing. But from a fantasy perspective, where would be the best place for Patrick Kane to land? And do you see people already snapping him up? Has that happened? So, yeah, I wanted to go with that first because I think that's the biggest piece of advice. Uh, and from everything you're hearing, of course, the next couple of weeks, right, is when a decision is expected to be made on Patrick Kane. So I think if you're a fantasy owner and you can dodge the bullet of waiting a couple more weeks, it's probably going to be like three weeks till this guy plays an NHL game again. I think a guy, a difference maker this late into a season off the waiver wire, I think you have to do it. So I would start there and say, yeah, take a flyer, pick him up, put him on your watch list, whatever you have to do. Make sure you own Patrick Kane. As for best fit, like that's a tough one, right? Because I'm with you. Like I would love to see the Buffalo Sabres. I think they can really utilize a boost. I would love to see Kane play with like a Tage Thompson. Um, my my sleepy team or sneaky team, I should say, would be the Dallas Stars. I don't think it's going to come to fruition, but I know they've been after Kane for a couple years. Hasn't gone according to plan, obviously, just yet. But I think Patrick Kane and Dallas could do some serious damage because that team, obviously, we know what they have in their top line. But how about like a secondary option line that includes like a Patrick Kane, a Duchesne, like the list goes on and on. Uh, Dallas had a pretty decent start to the season. I think Kane could boost them heavily too. What's interesting is, you know, you look at a team like Detroit and there's been lots of rumblings, hey, reconnect him with Alex to it. But I just don't see Detroit breaking up that top line with Lucas Raymond and Dylan Larkin and how good that's been. So I don't know that that's necessarily a fit anymore. It's funny you say that too, because I and you got to love social media. But somebody tweeted out today, "Oh, DeBrinket's got one point in the last seven games." It is crazy. I mean, how, how quickly a narrative can change, right? But I think you're just right. Ask and, the Oilers. Yeah, exactly. And I'll bring this up too, just to wrap. Like, how how long did we talk about Kane reuniting with Artemi Panarin? I think it lasted like three games, right? Like it went really, really quickly in terms of him being an option with uh, with his old teammate there in Chicago. And who's to say that even if he goes to Detroit? It's going to mesh the way it did back in the day, right? Yeah. We didn't get a chance to give Panarin some love today, but that 13-game point streak to open a season, pretty good from a fantasy perspective, too. It is. 100%. It is, guys. Thanks for having this me. Segment, this segment was pretty good from a fantasy perspective. Fantasy Hockey Talk with Nick Alberga, delivered by DoorDash. You can use that promo code NATION25. Thanks for doing this, Nick. My pleasure. Have a great weekend.
All right, Frank, we got two hashtag ask DFO inbox questions for you here. The first one down in Calgary, Jacob Markstrom is day to day. So Vladar and Wolf are expected to be the two goalies tonight. Dustin Wolf recalled yesterday from the minors. Um, is there a solution here coming for the three headed goalie monster in Calgary? Or is this going to be a scenario where they'll get Wolf's feet wet and send him back down? No, get his feet wet, send him back down, waiver exempt. I think they want him playing games. Obviously, a long term solution. Uh, would be to try and find some value for Dan Vladar. It's also going to depend on how Wolf plays. I, I'd love to see him get the start uh, on this trip. I'm sure if Markstrom is still banged up that they will give him one, get him a little taste and and see how it goes. And if he plays extremely well, then address it and allow him to dictate what happens next and see if he can run with the ball. There was uh, also a moment at their skate today where Vladar was hit up high with a shot, which prompted people on Twitter to make the joke that even the Flames skaters want to see Dustin Wolf between the crease or in the crease tonight. Uh, second one for you. We have a ton of Oilers fans, obviously, in our chat today. And uh, just Rage asked, Mrazek has been solid for Chicago. Is that someone Edmonton could call about? Uh, just quickly, he does have a modified no trade clause. He uh, submits a 10 team no trade list. So, you always wonder with Edmonton if that's going to be a sticking point. I don't know if he's a solution, though. Do you? I I tend to think not. I mean, I think he's in the same realm of difference maker that Campbell could be if he finds his game, quite honestly. That, mm -hmm. that still remains the best solution possible is to have him get it together. Although Thursday night, as you mentioned in Abbotsford, not exactly promising. No, not at all. Uh, let's move along to our daily bets for today presented by Botano. Frank, I got a couple of plays for this evening. And my first one, we're going with the Anaheim Ducks on the money line. A little plus money Friday as they take on the Philadelphia Flyers. I, I would have loved this bet more if it was Lucas Doshtel going between the pipes for the Ducks. It is Gibson, but still, I think this is a Ducks team. They're on home ice. They've been scrappy this year. And I think this matchup should honestly probably be like minus 110 aside so i will take the plus money on the anaheim ducks this evening on home ice and second up canes panthers over six and a half kachetkov going for the hurricanes his numbers haven't been great to start the season and the florida panthers have seen the over hit in three straight hockey games frank so there you go a couple of picks for you here on a friday you know what else hasn't been good i noticed this this morning phoenix copley's save percentage so far four games a 792. I, I honestly can't remember an NHL goalie getting starts with a save percentage in the sevens. It's kind of unbelievable. So uh, yeah. something to keep an eye on for sure, as well as Cam Talbot's played. Phoenix Copley, 792. Yikes. Uh, that brings us to our garbage time segment, which is presented by Wendy's and our daily face-off survivor game. Tyler, you and I were eliminated. Feels like forever ago now. That's how long this week has been, especially long for an Oilers fan, but someone, many people, are still going for the 4 for 4 streak to win the week and win some awesome prizes from Wendy. So if you haven't yet, get your picks in on dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. So far, there's 401 people still vying for the perfect 4 for 4 week. So good luck to them. Yeah, uh, so the picks you see up there are for a Saturday, lighter slate tonight. Um, our garbage time today, Frank, what do you what do you got? So just a quick little fun thing. I've been, you know, I spend a lot of time every day on hockey reference and cat friendly and so many great 
hockey websites out there, but I think hockey reference has kind of jumped the shark here. They added nicknames to everyone's profile and some of them are just like so over the top. I've never heard, like I've never even heard a player called some of these things before. And I wonder like, is this a, you know, an AI thing that they're just scrolling the internet for nicknames and like someone somewhere on a Reddit page is going to just come up with some absolutely ridiculous nickname that somehow then becomes official. Anyway, take a look at Austin Matthews. He's got a whole list of names. And, you know, I was kind of thinking who else out there has a nickname that uh, that you'd think about or is common. You know, you think Milan Lucic and yeah, of course, Luch is there. But then like Austin Matthews, you're thinking, okay, Poppy, Maddie, whatever yeah. it might be. Then they got Big Cactus. Have you ever heard Austin Matthews called Big Cactus? My only thing is it's hilarious. I'm enjoying it. I'm all for it. Where do you draw the line? And it's funny that Hockey Reference has it going. So check out your favorite player on Hockey Reference. They do a great job on their site. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm scrolling through Hockey Reference right now trying to see all these lists. Um, Big Cactus for Austin Matthews. Never heard that one. But you know what you've done, Frank? You've given a lot of people two, three hours of time to kill at their office this uh, on a Friday. Mail it in early, everybody. For some yeah. parts in Canada, I know it's a long so weekend as well. Here's Connor McDavid. The first one, McJesus. Yeah, I mean, everyone's heard that. Davo. Does anyone call him Davo? Like, I've ne- I haven't what, heard that. That's what they call him on the ice, actually. That, that was a big story in Edmonton a couple of years ago, is that the guys always call him Davo on the ice. Okay, so Davo, the crane. Have you called him the crane before? You see, you're, you're, quizzing, uh, you're quizzing an Oilers guy on this. So he was given that nickname by someone because apparently what he'll do at restaurants is he'll never order junk food or like fried food, but then he'll go to everyone's plate and plick off and be like, can I have a bite of that? Can I have a bite of that? So he was given the nickname The Crane. Okay, and and The Chosen One is obviously pretty yeah. standard. We can understand yeah. that one. And Dry Seidel, I mean, of course, you'll see the Deutschland Dangler and things like that. But I don't I mean, some of these are just like, what? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be, fun. I'm going to be scrolling around today. Uh, all right. That's a wrap on garbage time presented by Wendy's and their all new barbecue bacon cheeseburger. And that's a wrap on another week of shows from Botano.ca live on the daily face off YouTube. If you haven't subscribed yet, hammer that subscribe button before you head into the weekend and enjoy your weekend hockey fans. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks for tuning in to daily face off live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. to Never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.